0: Welcome to the Washington State House Majority Report, your bite-sized weekly conversation with top members of the Democratic majority in the State House of Representatives. We're happy to be spending a few minutes today with Speaker of the House Frank Chopp. I know you're on a tight schedule, Mr. Speaker, so let me jump right in. I'd guess that more than most other lawmakers, the Speaker of the House has got to have a pretty long and wide view of the session in terms of the goals you've set out for not only yourself, but for your caucus and your chamber. Looking at that framework, what do you hope to see the legislature accomplish this year?
1: I did give an opening day speech where we laid out our agenda, and it covered basically five points, uh, funding for basic education, expansion of Medicaid through the basic health plan, strengthening the safety net, promoting opportunity through higher education, and creating jobs. And so we're working on all fronts, all five areas there, to move forward uh, during the session, and we're feeling very good about the pace of it in terms of these big items that we need to address as we move the state forward.
0: The first thing you mentioned back there on opening day was funding for basic education. And of all the issues that are being worked on this session, education seems to be in the center of the spotlight. Money's short, but there's a surplus of criticism. Other than trying to find more money, which is a perennial problem, what kind of reforms can we look for?
1: We have passed a lot of reform like the teacher evaluation. So one follow-up to that is another bill by Chris Litton, for example, to provide additional professional development for the teacher evaluation. So you don't just evaluate somebody, you actually coach them and give them some other professional development to make sure they're even more effective as a teacher. Uh, we're open to all, any, any kind of ideas that, that work um, and uh, we, you know, we're look, working on several others. Particularly, there's another bill dealing with high school completion. Uh, what I think we need to do is uh, bring forward uh, more visibly these uh, progress points I sort of talked about, where you essentially pick out 10 to 20 progress points that you can actually track and that the average person would understand. Uh, I think the general public clearly gets the concept of high school graduation. Okay, well, Kathy Haig has a ability to deal with that. And as part of that, then we also need to support our teachers with additional professional development to help them achieve that goal. Another one is uh, the percentage of kids uh, who have health care. Of course, we're one of the leaders in the nation with our health program. We're about 750,000 kids right now, uh, well on the way to making sure that every kid in this state has health care coverage. And that's a, a targeted progress point that the average person out there could get. And we can track it. We are tracking it.
0: Shifting gears, Republicans in both the House and Senate have seized on workers' compensation this year as an issue, and we've heard over and over that what's needed is reform. Didn't you craft and pass some pretty significant reforms in that area last year?
1: So many of these reforms, uh, we enacted them, but they're being implemented now, like the medical provider network. It takes some time to actually implement that. Other things, though, it took effect immediately. And, for example, we froze the annual increase uh, for Uh, pensions and other benefit levels, that immediately saved money because it was a certain date and you froze it and you saved a a bow wave of quite a bit of money there uh, over time. So we're very proud of the efforts we did there, even though it was very contentious. Uh, And if there are other ideas people want to consider, that's fine, but it's the biggest overhaul of worker comp in, I don't know, about 80 years, I think. And we took it very seriously and and had uh, enacted enormous savings there to make sure the system was financially viable. Plus, when you do the comparison to other states, I think we're about 25th in the nation to cost to business for the worker comp system. So it's right in the middle of the pack. That's before we did the reforms. The evaluation that was done by an independent analysis out of Oregon said before we actually enacted reforms, we were 25th in the country in terms of cost to business for the worker comp system. Well now, you factor in then the reforms you did, and it should actually drift downward to in terms of cost of business.
0: Final question, the hot item in the news this week is the House Democratic Transportation Plan called Connecting Washington. It's a huge and complex proposal, but the fact that it floats the idea of an incremental gas tax increase seems to be all that we're hearing about.
1: Well, I think it's important for people to uh, remember that it's spread over five years. And so you ask people two cents per year, is what do you think about that versus 10 cents all at one time? Uh, it's recognizing that these projects need to be phased in over time. But part of our agenda is creating jobs. And one of the best ways uh, we can do that is to by responding to the economic needs of our state by building either road projects or new ferry boats uh, or providing additional funding for transit. So we see it as a jobs package that uh, can help the economy, both in terms of hiring individual workers but also promoting economic development.
0: I think we've already used up more than our allotted time, Mr. Speaker, and that's all that we've got for today. Thanks for freeing up your schedule and sharing a few minutes with us on House Majority Report.
1: Uh, Thanks again. Appreciate your time.
0: That's today's Washington State House Majority Report. For questions, comments, or feedback, call the legislative hotline toll-free at 1-800-562-6000 or visit housedemocrats.wa.gov online. For the House Democratic Caucus in Olympia, I'm Dan Frizel.